Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. In 32 days, I'm Alex Chester. No wheels today. Wheels is boycotting the whole NFC South. Uh, or That's the way it seems. Uh, not here for the Falcons episode. Not here for the Saints episode. But um, that's fine. I, I'm here uh, by myself to introduce our, our guest and talk about the Saints for the next 32 minutes. So, Paul Elliott, the Saints guy, welcome back. It's been a little while since we've had you on. And, you know, my first question is, like, the Saints historically were like such an awful franchise until Sean Payton and Drew Brees arrived. And I think that because they were so successful for so long, it's like raise these expectations or like the default. When you think of the saints, you no longer think of the ain'ts or like some crappy team and like paper bags where fans heads. Like the assumption is like, there's going to be a good team in new Orleans, but now for the first time in, you know, almost two decades, we have no Sean Payton and no Drew Brees. Yeah, you're you're spot on. I think I was thinking about this today. It's like I I think this is the most excited I've been about the Saints in a while, um, just because of the who knows what's going to happen kind of kind of part yeah. of it. Yeah, I mean, look, Peyton and Breeze were best coach, best quarterback, obviously in franchise history, uh, without a doubt. Big shoes to fill. But, you know, I'm excited to see what the year holds uh, for us as far as, uh, you know, a couple of things that I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about here. But you, you talked about sort of the wide range of outcomes. And I, I do think, you know, looking across the NFC, the only other teams I think that sort of have that wide possibility of outcomes are maybe like the Eagles and the Cardinals. You would not be like shocked if the Saints only win five or six games this year, but you also wouldn't be shocked if they went 12 and five. And, the, the, you know, how, there's, there's, there's not that many teams that you can, like, reasonably say that about. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't go as far as win five games. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say that our floor is maybe eight. That's what you won last uh, year. But, so that would be. Well, we were nine. We were nine okay, and eight. Nine, nine eight, sure. Eight. But, you know, that yeah, would we be, were nine. That, I mean, that leads to my next question, which is, you know, Dennis Allen is here. Uh, he has yep. an eight and 28 career head coaching record on yep. a scale of one to ten. How confident are you with Dennis Allen? Look, I, I'm I'm not going to go all the way to ten, obviously, but I'll go I'll go seven. I think uh, him learning from Peyton, uh, learning from his experience in what was that Oakland? Yeah. I know it was the Raiders, but they were Oakland. Oakland, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I think. And look, he's he's saying all the right things this off season. I think a big a big uh, 
advantage to him is the continuity and the coaching staff. Uh, he's there. Pete Carmichael still the offensive coordinator. They uh, promoted Ryan Nielsen, Chris Richard from within to co-defensive coordinators. I, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I, again, I'm not going to go all the way to 10 to answer your question, but I, I'm, I'm, I feel pretty good about what I'm seeing uh, from, from Allen specifically. I, th- I think he's, uh, you know, I, I think he's in a position to succeed. Now, again, it'll just see, we'll just have to see what happens uh, once the season starts. Um, yeah, you know, one of the interesting things is that going into the season or going into the offseason, I think there was an assumption because of like the salary cap hell that the Saints were in. And I don't want to get into this whole debate with, you know, some people who, you know, like to insist that the cap isn't real um, or that doesn't exist at all. But, you know, basically, the, like we saw what happened with uh, your arch rivals in Atlanta, where they've basically decided to eat that <laughs> whole issue this year and they're just going to be awful. The yeah. Saints have basically pushed it further down the road. So that, you know, to avoid yeah. 2022 being, you know, what it's going to be for the Falcons. Actually, let me ask you that, uh, you know, with the with your with the Falcons being like the team you hate the most, I assume. Right. Uh, Yeah, that's they're probably Would, they're probably up there. Are, are you the kind of guy who you'd rather see them go like, you know, oh, and 17 or no, you want them to be somewhat decent so that you get more joy out of beating them? Yeah, I think uh, the latter for sure. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, it's called a rivalry. When mm. both teams are good, I think. Yeah. Um, so if they're like if, the worst team in the NFC, that's not fun for you. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, for two uh, weeks a year, it'll be fine. But look, I think in the last couple of years, uh, the Saints' rival has been Tampa Bay because, sure, yeah. be, because of the Brady factor and you know um, all that. But look, yeah, I, I I know Cam Jordan made a deal out of when when Matt Ryan got traded. Uh, you know, he he doesn't have Matt Ryan to sack anymore, basically, because he, he sacked him, I think, the most times out of any quarterback. Uh, and so, look, I yeah, I, to answer your question, it, it's better when your rivals, quote unquote, are are good teams, because then you you actually feel accomplished when you beat them. Um, but, you know, I look, I think the Falcons are that they, they kind of got shot in foot with the whole Deshaun Watson thing uh going after him and then yeah that not working out and then they kind of turn around and go oh i guess we got to trade matt ryan now um so <laughs> oops I, well look the saints were in that boat too i mean if if you know I, i'm really i'm in hindsight i'm glad we didn't get watson uh just because of all the stuff i'm, I'm <laughs> sure you'll go into that with your browns yeah <laughs> uh your browns fan but uh and I, I live in Houston, so I'm kind of uh, a little closer to that situation from that perspective. But, uh, you know, I, I all in all, I think, yeah, you you don't want to beat like if you just beat up on bad teams. Number one, it's it's not it's not as fun. And two, it doesn't make you playoff ready. I think, you know, uh, so uh, but, but we'll see. I You know, like you said, the Falcons are probably rebuilding this year with Mariota at quarterback. I think Desmond Ritter is actually going to be a good player. I was kind of hoping the Saints drafted him, actually, to be honest. But uh, yeah, we'll see. All right, so let's let's talk about your quarterback. Uh, you know, Jameis looked pretty good last year in um, yep. b- before, of course, uh, hurting his ACL. But it was it was like it was the complete opposite of the Jameis Winston that we had come to know in Tampa Bay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that was a guy who threw for five thousand yards and thirty picks. This is a yep. guy who they were winning games that he was throwing for fewer than 100 yards. 
um, but avoiding turnovers, obviously. Right. And so, you know, you, 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 you go from this uber conservative offense um, under Jameis last year is, you know, we, you know, we have a new, uh, a new head coach, Sean Payton, the play caller is gone. And it seems like they've invested pretty heavily in wide receiver. They signed Jarvis Landry. Uh, they gave up a boatload to get Chris Olave. I mean, they gave up three first round picks yeah, or third round picks, excuse me, plus the first rounder next year and a second round of the year after that. I mean, that, that's a huge investment for, you know, to move up outside the top 10. Uh, so they obviously believe a lot in Tom in, in Olave and Michael Thomas in theory is coming back. Although who knows, you know, obviously we, after the last two years, it's impossible to make any you know firm predictions about him, but I guess with assuming all these guys are available, is the goal to stay conservative or are they going to sort of, uh, you know, loosen Jameis up a little bit? Well, I would hope the latter, uh, I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, in seven games, well, I guess six and a quarter. Because he got hurt in, in the Tampa Bay game, Jameis, to your point, was serviceable. I, I, I mean, he was he was playing very really, really well, and his best receiver was Marquise Callaway. You know, Marquise Callaway is now at best our fourth receiver. Yeah, you know, and didn't he? I don't have the stats for me, but didn't they? He have like eighty-eight yards passing in one of their wins. Yeah, we beat we beat New England by two touchdowns, and he had one hundred twenty-eight yards passing. Um, yeah, leading receiver was Callaway with forty-one yards. So I mean. I think, um, and this is kind of what I was going to, uh, or what I, what I'm really interested about is, you know, for years we were offense heavy, Breeze and all his weapons and all that, and our defense kind of held us back almost. And now it's kind of the reverse. It's our defense. Like I think the team you're going to see from the Saints this year is a lot more like that team that went to Tampa and beat them nine to nothing on that Sunday night with Taysom Hill as our quarterback um, than the team that, you know, with Breeze uh, scoring, you know, 30, 40 points every game and, and maybe winning <laughs> like, uh, you know, like I think I was on with you guys one year and we talked about Breeze throwing for 500 yards and being like having a sub 500 record in games where he threw over 500 yards just because our defense was that bad uh, at the time. Uh, I think, well, but, think, it, but if that's know, the case, point, then isn't that maybe an argument why the Saints would not want to go more aggressive and offensively? They might want to say, hey, look, we we might have the best yeah, defense yeah, in the NFC. We were five and two last year when Jameis went down. Let's let's keep that offense run heavy offense. And, and you know, hopefully we can win a lot of nine and nothing games, as you said. Yeah. The challenge with the running game is we don't know Kamara's status. Uh, his trial just got pushed back again today to September. So who knows? He might just get suspended in the middle of. We got a tough seven game stretch here in the middle of the season. He might get suspended there. Ingram, from what uh, we're seeing out of Mark Ingram, he said he's ready to go. He feels like a number one back. Uh, so he's going to definitely be our bell cow. Yeah. And if we a thirty three year old running back as your number one back no, is not ideal. No, 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 no. But, but so, and you know, if we can get some contribution from Tony Jones Jr. or Abram Smith, who's undrafted free agent out of Baylor. Yeah, we'll see. I, I think um, maybe maybe we don't go full that route of run the ball, you know, win with your defense. I But I do anticipate us having a lot more games. Because if you look at the games we won when Jameis was quarterback, we were kind of alluding to this earlier. I mean, we blew out Green Bay week one, 38-3. 
But then you're talking like 13-10 in Seattle, uh, you know, 28-13 at New England. Like I, I, I kind of see those kind of games more. Uh, I don't know what happened week four against the Giants. We blew an 11 point lead. That that one still sticks sticks in my craw a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I think we I, I look. I mean, obviously, I would love to see the the team go back to you know that Breeze Peyton era of 40 points a game. But at the end of the day, I just, as long as they win, I don't I don't really care. Uh, yeah. Andy Dalton is uh, is here. He's the QB two, and and Allen said yep. that Taysom Hill is a is a full time tight end this year. Well, he he did, but he I think last week or maybe week before he kind of said he could take snaps at quarterback as okay. kind of a gimmick, like a gimmick type thing, sure. which I that 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 kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, look, I think our biggest needs on offense are tight end. One, tight end is one of them. Uh, we got next to no production out of tight end last year. Now, again, with Taysom being the quarterback and then Trevor Simeon having to jump in, that probably didn't help. But, I mean, you know, Adam Troutman has looked good in camp so far. Taysom, I think, look, he's a Swiss Army knife. He's, you know, he's going to – I think that's what his best use is. The two biggest questions on offense for us are outside of Jameis and can he – continue what he was doing pre-injury last year is you know pass catching both receiver and tight end and then also the offensive line i mean we lost our 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 best left tackle uh our starting left tackle toronto armstead's in miami now um so we're having so trevor penning the first round pick is he supposed to take over left tackle uh right now he is actually uh, behind james hurst who's an undrafted guy uh, out of south carolina a couple years ago who played well last year um, I think it, so it's very possible when we step on the field in Atlanta on September 11th, James Hurst is a starting left tackle. Now, if pinning, if he earns the spot, you know, that, that, then that'll be that, but we got Ram check on the right side. He's solid. All pro center, Eric McCoy, pretty solid. As long as he stays healthy. Guard play is, is a big question mark for us. The last couple of years, Cesar Ruiz, Andrews, Pete, They've got to they've got to really be be good. Um, you know that was one thing when Breeze was there. Our guard play was top notch because it kind of had to be because of how short Breeze was, and you didn't want guys pressuring him up the middle. Uh, you know, so I think uh, I think for me that's the biggest questions on offense is the offensive line, uh, and then those pass catching elements, specifically tight end. I would say I, again to your point. I would hope if Michael Thomas, Charles Landry, and Chris Olave, I hope our receiver, if, we're, if we stay healthy, I like our chances. Is the NFL's plan with Kamara to wait until after the, the criminal investigation is over before they announce any suspension? That is what I understand. <laughs> From what I have heard, based on him, based on the trial being pushed back till the end of September now, I obviously expect week one. Kamara is going to be in the lineup. We obviously, we go to London, as you're fully aware, October 2nd uh, to play Minnesota. Imagine he makes that trip, uh, the trip, recalling correctly. There's, you know, there's, there's talk. I saw somewhere today that it's fully possible. There's nothing that happens this year with Kamara. We get through the whole season with him playing, and then they let it play out in the offseason. Um, Saints fans will tell you the NFL is always out to screw us, so... <laughs> 
who knows? I mean, we, we could probably be in the middle of this seven game stretch that we have against Arizona, the Raiders, the Ravens, Pittsburgh, and then all of a sudden they say, "Oh yeah, we'll suspend Kamara for four games or whatever," you know. But based on the Deshaun Watson ruling today, I would hope that Kamara's suspension is not that severe. But we'll see. It, it's hard to predict in the NFL, you know. Like abusing dozens of women yep. is is less bad than you know smoking weed or betting a thousand dollars on you know with no inside information. So you never really know. Yep. And and look, to be fair, I mean Kamara Kamara beat the hell out of this guy. But he admitted as much. He he didn't, to what to my knowledge, he hasn't like misled or lied at any point. He just, you know, got in a fight. And which again, I'm not saying it's right. I just, you know, it's, it's kind of is yeah. what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he know there's supposed to be no no contact during the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Right. Well, apparently, if you're in the club, uh, yeah, that's that that changes things. Um, yeah. All right. Instead of having a commercial break for this episode, we're going to bring on a special guest. All right, Wheels, you can't join us for the whole podcast, but uh, do you have any Saints takes? Yeah, I, I do have some Saints takes. Uh, first and foremost, well, you know, we have you been doing coach confidence rankings? Yeah, I feel we, like do you ha- we do it for some of them. Yeah. Have you done it once without me? Be honest. Yes, I've done it many times. All right. So you you've been listening week. for the last couple of weeks. To the okay. podcast. Have you so not? You I want to talk about I want to talk about Dennis Allen for a second. OK. Yeah. OK. So Dennis Allen. Paul, plug your ears. <laughs> four wins in 2012. Yes. Not great. Four wins in 2013. Starts on four. Shockingly. I mean, nowadays you go four and 12 the first two years. You don't usually get a third year. 2014. The Raiders. Now, to be fair, he, the Raiders, you know, nobody was winning with the Raiders for like. No, I days. understand that. Team, that team sucked. But he goes 0 and four. Now, I just I don't know. I don't see it. I don't I, I hated the hire. I don't really get it. I don't think the Saints defense really was blowing people away to the point where their their coach would be hired. So to me, I'm very nervous. My coach confidence ranking right now is like a zero. Now, they do still have P. Carmichael. It's not like they're completely rebuilding their offensive staff. Uh, Yeah, other than Peyton, everybody's basically the same as last. Yeah. But I, I, to me, I, I'd be nervous. I, I'd be I, like, I, I don't trust that Dennis Allen is, is a Paul, great Paul, coach. Paul, we're, we're muting you. This is Akiva's chance. Keep going, Akiva. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't buy it. <laughs> so what, what other takes you got on the Saints? You don't like their coach? No, I don't like the coach. I don't trust that Michael Thomas to give them anything. I think Olave and, and Landry are like fine even without him. Olave better be more than fine. They lost their, they lost their star left. Yeah, they, sto- they lost their star left tackle. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm I, like, you know, Kamara's not getting any younger. I don't the, the whole team is is mostly ancient. Honestly, I don't know. I don't love it. I don't love this team. Mm. So you're taking the under. I think I'm taking the under. What is it? Eight and a half um, on the Saints. I think it's nine. Yeah. Then I think I de- I'd go under me, on the Saints. Let me see the latest number um, on the Saints. It's eight and a half. Yeah. OK. So you're I'm not like, under. yeah, I'm I mean, not, if Tom uh, Brady gets injured, who's winning that division? I mean, that that is the issue. It's like you look at the schedule, they get four games against the Panthers and the Falcons off the bat. Yeah. And obviously, if Brady gets bored, injured, whatever, that team kind of sucks, too. I agree. So, you know, maybe you win the division at nine and eight. Then I don't know. But I, I to me, I think the downside here is pretty severe. The offensive line is still solid, even without Taron Armstead. I mean, but it was, you know, top of the NFL. And now we're going to just well above average. All right. Can I unmute Paul? Sure. All right. So let, let's talk yeah. about the defense for a little bit. So sure. and, you know, I think, as you said, like it's it's so crazy, given sort of the the, the assumptions or, or like the reputation of the Saints over the most of the last 15 years. But like 
this team is really a defense first team. They were number three in DVOA last year. Um, the only the only significant loss is uh, Marcus Williams was another cap casualty. But then but then you signed um, Honey Badger and Marcus May. So I think there's there's you know decent depth at safety there. I guess my question is: Are you concerned at all about age? Um, Cameron Jordan turning 33. Jordan Davis, excuse me, um, Demario Davis, Davis also 33. I wish we had Jordan Davis. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, so some some of these guys and some of these stars on the defense are starting to get a little bit older. Yeah, no, look, it's it's a completely legitimate uh, concern. I think. Um, I think on the defensive line, our depth is our depth on defensive line. If we're again, if we're healthy, uh, just to kind of as we talked about with the receivers. Uh, yes, Cam Jordan is a little is getting up there in age, but I mean, you know, we're talking about Marcus Davenport who showed flashes last year. Peyton Turner, our first-round pick um, two years ago, uh, he's in camp and healthy, and he's turning heads. We signed uh, Contavious Street at defensive tackle, who's, ironically, he's the guy who broke Breeze's ribs in the 49er game. Uh, was that two years ago, three years ago? But anyway. Uh, of the second-year guys on defense, um, uh-huh. yeah. who, which one of them are you expecting the most from Turner? You mentioned, you know, uh, Paulson Adebo, Pete Werner. Uh, Paulson Adebo has been uh, on fire in camp. From what, from what I'm hearing is he's the standout. I mean, here's the thing about Paulson Adebo. We traded for Bradley Roby uh, to play opposite Marshawn Lattimore, and he couldn't get on the field because Paulson Adebo was that good. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely expecting big things from him. And also, to your point, having Math, having Honey Badger and Marcus May in the secondary as well, along with Lattimore, along with P.J. Williams, with C.J. Garner-Johnson, like, Scott, I think our secondary potentially could be the best secondary in the NFC, uh, maybe even in, if everybody's healthy. I know you were sad as a Vikings fan to see Marcus Williams go. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a place in y'all's heart, I'm sure. But – uh, I also Pete Warner. We we did re-sign Quan Alexander. Quan Alexander is now with uh, Akiva's beloved Jets. But I think the reason we didn't re-sign him is because of Pete Warner and how well he played last year. So uh, I'm also anxious to see how he develops uh, next to Demario Davis, who I think Demario Davis is uh, the most underrated player in the NFL uh, by far. I I don't think he gets nearly as much credit as he should at the linebacker position. So. Um, look, I'm I'm really excited about this defense. I think, again, if if everything stays healthy, if everybody stays healthy and we're and they're able to just let loose, uh, and again, the coaching staff is the same from last year. Basically, I mean, the only difference is Allen's head coach now instead of well, and and a change in play caller, coordinator, pretty much like everybody just kind of moved up. Yeah. Want to change play caller? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, but I mean, but I mean, like scheme shouldn't be different you know uh yeah. marcus marcus may i don't i don't know i didn't get to watch a lot of him with the jets but from when i what i've seen on film uh he might even be as good as marcus williams was uh potentially so uh, very i'm very excited about it definitely excited about it. on top of the list of guys i i expect i expect big things from um, all right we, we talked about this uh, a few minutes ago sort of like the wide range of outcomes here I think one sort of benefit for the Saints is the Falcons and the Panthers, you know, look both like they're almost competing for the number one overall pick. And so really you're you're 
a 44 year old quarterback getting injured away from being in a division where nine or 10 wins could win the division. So, or, right. So, you know, you, you might yeah. not need to be perfect to, uh, to win the division or, or make the playoffs, you know, the NFC in general, obviously a little weak this year. Yeah. I mean, we were a 44 year old quarterback staying retired away, I would <laughs> say from, uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, I mean, look, uh, it'll be fun to compete against Brady again this year. I'm sure. Uh, look, we have three divisional games right off the bat at Atlanta, Tampa at home, at Carolina, uh, before we travel to London to play your beloved Vikings. Uh, we got to come out of that. I I say if we come out of that three and one, I think that's pretty good. I'm concerned about having a game the week after London. Uh, it is a Seattle, which of course Seattle's you know going through a little bit of a rebuild right now. But um, you know that, but that's still that's not easy to come back after having to go to London and play on you know basically regular rest. Uh, and then Cincinnati coming in. I mean, well, hold on, hold on. If we're doing this, then let's uh, go through the yeah, schedule. Sorry. <laughs> sorry All right, so l- let's let's play the schedule game. You already got it started. Sure. So week one in Atlanta, Marcus Mariota against Jameis Winston, the number one against number two. Uh, uh, I'm going to say be. that's a win. Okay. And then week two at home of against course, the Bucks. Of course, yeah. I'm going to say that's a win as well. Okay. Then you go at Carolina trying to sweep the division in the first three weeks of the year. I'm actually going to say that's a loss uh, only because, you know, it's it's right before the trip to London. It's kind of a trap game. Baker Mayfield is, look, uh, maybe I'm crazy, but I don't think Baker Mayfield's a bad quarterback. I mean, I, I know Carolina plays this tough every year. Anyway, um, I'll give us a loss there. All right. And then you go to London, as you said, to face the Vikings. <sighs> well, I... I don't, I don't know. So, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, what are the Vikings? Look, the Vikings are going to be tough. This could be a tough test for our secondary with Thielen and, and Jefferson. Uh, I think we'll be up to, it's going to be close. Uh, it's going to be weird watching my team play at eight 30 in the morning, but, uh, yeah, I'll say that's, I'll say that's a win. All right. So three and one, and then you come back, as you said, no buy after London, but you face, uh, the Seahawks, which is kind of like, Do you a guys have a buy. Uh, you guys have a buy? No. So this, I think this is the first year that they've done this where teams aren't getting buys after the London trips automatically. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. And okay. I, uh, my, my theory is it's almost like they're trying to prep to try it out to see if they had like a franchise overseas full time. I don't know. I mean, it obviously makes uh, it much more enough. difficult to work a schedule around having buys with these games. But yeah, you're expecting these teams. Now, if you're an East Coast team and you're flying back, like, you know, they're flying back home. And so it's a little bit easier, I think, than if you're flying from the West Coast or whatever, right? Like from from, yeah, from New York to London true. is not that much more than from New York to L.A. Now, of course, the Vikings in New Orleans are a little bit further. So. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, but getting back to the schedule, yeah, Seattle, like I said, going through a rebuilding period. I feel pretty good about that one. Let's give us a win there. All right. So four and one. And then at home against the AFC defending champion Bengals. Yeah, that's going to be a big game. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase coming home. Uh, you know, we're close to home, obviously, coming from LSU. Uh, I think the Bengals will get us there. I'll take a loss there. Um, all right. So then, uh, then you go to Arizona on Thursday night, short rest to play the Cardinals, yeah. another yeah, team it- that you could be competing with the division, uh, wild card spot for possibly. Yeah, and this, I believe, is the DeAndre Hopkins return game. 
um, or, or they have somebody coming back. Yeah, yeah. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins is out for the first six weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and again on short rest, going to Arizona, that's a tough place to play. Uh, and and we struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Uh, so I, I'm gonna say that's a loss. All right, so that's a uh, a two game losing streak, and then yep. you come home and face the Raiders. Yeah, who who look? I mean, the Raiders are going to be good this year. Uh, they're in a tough division, but I think they'll be competitive for sure. Um, I think this is a this is obviously a big game for Dennis Allen uh, to play against his former franchise. Mm-hmm. So I think I think we'll we'll come out with a win there with the extra day with the extra couple days rest coming off a of Thursday to Sunday. All right. Well, I mean, Dennis Allen walking off the field after the Raiders lose, I think, is what he's used to anyway. All right. So five and three. <laughs> and I got a big game Monday Night Football against Lamar yep. Jackson and the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. Oof. Yeah. This is this is the seven game stretch I was talking about, starting with the Arizona game. Uh, yeah, this is this is tough. Um, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to say that's a loss uh, home Baltimore. I hate I hate to lose a Monday night game. At home, but I think right. uh, and then you go to Pittsburgh and you gotta face a tough defense on the road. Yeah. And who's gonna be the quarterback? Can he pick it? I mean Yeah, I don't know. Mitchell Trubisky is still quarterback by week ten. Short short rest. Uh yeah, I think we I think we'll we'll take a win there. I yeah, I don't wanna I don't wanna cop out, but I, I say one of those two games, the Monday night game or the at Pittsburgh, we win. So I'll I'll say we beat Pittsburgh. Um, All right, so that's big because you're six and four, and you need it because the next three game stretch really tough uh, yep. going into that late buy. You face the Super Bowl champs in week eleven. Yeah, this is a little bit of a revenge game uh, from uh, that, that <laughs> yeah that uh, non call game back oh, in the oh the NFC Championship game a couple NFC of years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot's changed since then, but oh yeah, no, for sure, for yeah. sure, a lot's changed. Look. The Rams are going to be tough with that. I mean, I don't think they're going to take too much of a step back from last year. Uh, yeah, I think that's a loss. All right. And then six and five. Now you have to go at San Francisco on a Sunday yeah. uh, evening uh, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, yeah, I say, uh, you know, Trey Lance is probably going to be the quarterback at that point. They're going to have a good – they're always tough. Uh, Shanahan's going to have them ready to go. But I think we can. I think we can beat them. I think that's a. I'll take a, a win there. All right. So big win. Uh, get back up over five hundred. Stay over five hundred at seven and five, and then you play at the Bucks on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I definitely hate to lose two Monday Night games, uh, but I think we'll. I'll give us a split with Tampa. Um, I don't. I mean, Brady. Look, Brady's. I think one of the reasons he came back is because he wants to beat the Saints in the regular season. I don't know. Mm. But so, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give I'll give us a loss there. So that gets, that gets us to what? Seven, seven and six. And then that six, very, okay. la- very late by. And yeah. then uh, week 15, you started at home against the Falcons. I'll say that's a win. All right. So that gets you to eight and six. And then you go at Cleveland in week 16. Uh, from all we, from, uh, you know, all we understand, Cleveland should uh, be with Deshaun Watson at that yeah. point. Yeah, uh, two mobile quarterbacks in a row and two cold weather games in a row. Um, yeah, I'll say I'll say we beat Cleveland. Mm. Uh, but then the next week, 
not to, not to jump ahead here, but the next week at Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts, if Jalen Hurts played the Saints every week, he'd be the MVP of the league. I don't know what it is. Uh, he yeah, just that was the has, Eagles' best game of the year last year. Yeah, that's he just when yeah, that was his first start two years ago when he took over for uh, um, I forget who it was, but it's like I don't know what it is, man. He he just has something against us, so I think we take the L in Philly. Uh, but uh, so that'll get us to what eight and you're nine and seven, seven. nine and seven. And then you face Carolina yeah. at home. Yeah, so I, probably so I say a must we, win. Yeah, beat Carolina. Yeah, like you said, it's going to be a must win. All right, so you're ten and uh, seven, but you have tiebreaker wins over San Francisco and Minnesota, possibly. Um, possibly. Uh, although losses to Philly uh, and Arizona, and, and unless the Rams like lose on the last week, like they did this past year, that's probably <laughs> that was uh that was a bit frustrating this past year. Yeah, but. Um, all right, so so ten and seven is is about your expectation uh, for the Saints. Who's your pick for the uh, surprise team in the NFC this year? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 